Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Cover Zero podcast, the show where I cover the least in the best way possible. I'm your host, Jason Wells. Week three is right around the corner. Uh, We got a lot of very, very heavy favorites this week. A lot to talk about. The slate doesn't look too good, but usually when the the NFL slate doesn't look good, that's when we get the most chaos. Uh, I'm expecting definitely a few upsets this week that we don't really see coming. I think it just happens every year. That's just the nature of the NFL any given Sunday. Uh, This episode, we will start off with the Thursday Night Football Blind Review. I absolutely knocked it out of the park last week with my uh, Eagles-Vikings prediction. Uh, We'll see if I can do it again with with the Niners and the Giants. Uh, Then we'll talk about the rest of the slate, how I feel about each matchup. Uh, And then we will end it with my five picks for the week in Pick'em. And if you don't know, it's... Picking a favorite, picking a dog, picking an over, picking an under, and then finishing off with a money line dog. Uh, yeah, I guess let's just get into the uh, blind Thursday night football recap. Uh, listen, I think we all knew what to expect uh, going into this game with the slew of Giants injuries that they have with guys like... Uh, Saquon with his sprained out, sprained ankle being out. Andrew Thomas, star left tackle, he is out. Ben Bredson, one of their guards, he is also out. It was a recipe for a disaster early for the Giants. And this Niners team, you have to be on your tip-top game to get the better of them. And the Giants just simply were not tonight, or last night, I should say, even though it's technically tonight because it's... Either way, I'm confusing myself at this point. The... Niners did exactly what they needed to do. They were all over Daniel Jones. Nick Bosa, two sacks on the night. He had an absolute incredible performance, putting himself in the conversation with Micah Parsons and TJ Watt for Defensive Player of the Year. I still think he's firmly in that third spot, though. Uh, Yeah, the Niners were able to move the ball. Uh, Kyle Shanahan was, uh, was saying during the week that They wanted to even the load a little bit for CMC, get Elijah Mitchell a little more involved. They did as he scored a touchdown on the ground. I'm sure that makes a lot of CMC fantasy owners unhappy. Uh, Yeah, for the Giants, though, it's just tough when you don't have Saquon, and I think Saquon is their entire offense. Uh, It makes the team one-dimensional. Daniel Jones was forced to be a passer of the football and not kind of run first, take your shots when you need to. Uh, and yeah, it was it was a low-scoring game. The total for this game, uh, what's it set at? The spread for the Niners, Niners minus 10.5, uh, total set at 43.5. The game did go under, finishing at 24-13 final score. Uh 20 or do I want to go 28-13? 28-13 also hits the under. 28-13. They cover the spread to uh just yeah. Uh t- 
tough game for the or the Giants going cross country to visit San Francisco. They just weren't the better team tonight. And when you're playing this Niners team, who I think is the best in the NFL currently, they're a tough team to beat. They're a tough team to beat. That's for sure. Uh, anything else that I can randomly predict? Let's see. Uh, no, not really. It should be a fun game tonight. Niners coming out on top. Uh, moving over to the Sunday slate, starting off with the loser leaves town game of the week, Chargers at the Vikings. This line was a pick It is now at Vikings minus one and a half, a uh, total set at 54 and a half. Uh, listen, if this is a game where, I mean, if the Chargers start 0-3, Brandon Staley should lose his job. Because after that, they have the Raiders, then a bye, then Cowboys Chiefs. I think ideally you would want to have Brandon Staley gone before the bye or during the bye. Um, I think if they lose this, Brandon Staley has a good chance to be gone. Uh, And then I think Kellen Moore would take over the head coaching duties, uh, which I think he's kind of earned. He's earned a shot to be a head coach. Uh, It's going to be, I mean, it's a very high total. Obviously, the passing game for the Vikings will be dicing with Kirk throwing to Jay Jettas and Addison and Osborne and Hawkinson. I mean, we see what we saw what Miami did to them week one. I expect the Vikings can do the uh can do the same. Uh injury wise for the Vikings, I am not sure if uh Christian Darasaw and why do I keep forgetting they're setting Garrett Bradbury will be back. I'm not sure. Uh Vikings newly acquired running back Cam Akers. I'm not sure if he will be active for that. I'm, I'm sure that he will. Uh, we'll see how he looks, if he seems like he might be able to get that backfield from Alexander Madison. I think we'll find out very shortly. Um, I truly don't know how this game is going to go. I, I think that the Chargers should win this game. The Chargers are the better team. It doesn't look like Austin Eckler is going to play. Uh, this is a Vikings team that is very easy to run the football on, and I don't know if the Chargers will be able to with Josh Kelly. I think this should be a big Herbert passing game. Uh, we've yet to see one of those this year, and I think that this will be the game. Someone's got to do something. Someone's got to be put themselves ahead in that group to not go 0-3. Uh this will be a very fun game. I mean, I know that Spills will be buying three feet of rope from Home Depot uh, if the Chargers do lose this game. We shall see. We shall see. I think maybe some Chargers fans would prefer to lose this game if that means Brandon Staley gets fired. That's kind of where I would be if I was a Chargers fan. Um, I will pick the Chargers to win this game. Am I taking anything in it? No. As of right now, I have no idea what my picks for my pick'em will be. So I'm hoping that I can talk myself into some things as I'm doing this. Uh, next game up on the slate, we have the Buffalo Bills visiting the Washington Commanders. Bills minus 6.5, total set at 43.5. There is a tropical storm that is supposed to be hitting the coast around that time and give us some potential rain games, and Washington uh, is one of those rain games. Uh Total set at 43. I think this could be a low-scoring game depending on the weather. Um, 
That Washington front seven is very good. They will be able to get after Josh Allen. I think Josh Allen, I think Josh Allen over rushing yards. I don't know what it's set at. I think that might be a good uh, a good one to hit. Um, but yeah, I mean, when we're really breaking this game down, it's a 2-0 Commanders team versus a 1-1 Bills team. I fully expect the Bills to win this game. Do they? Do I think they covered the spread? I don't know. If it's a rain game, rain games get sloppy, lower scoring totals. Six and a half is a decent amount of points to cover. Uh, and I do like this Washington team. They have played well. They've played hard. They've had two comeback wins. Uh, did they, Was it technically a comeback? I think it was a comeback win against the Cardinals week one. I think they were down in that game. Um... Sam Howells looked good. The weapons looked good. Brian Robinson's looked good. That front seven's looked good. The secondaries looked okay for the commanders. Uh, I mean, everything went wrong for the Bills week one, but week two, they got right back on track. They looked like one of the better teams in football. And I see no reason why the Bills don't win this game. I am fully picking them to win this game, no doubt in my mind. Uh, I think this is going to be more of a Bills rushing attack than a through-the-air game for them. Uh, We shall see, though. But I'm definitely taking the Bills in this one. Uh, Next game up, we have the Saints visiting the Packers. Packers minus 1.5. Total set at 42.5. Again, the Packers, it's... We don't know right now if Aaron Jones will be there. We don't know if Christian Watson will play. Uh... Those are two big ifs. Um, This Packers team has looked good, though. Jordan Love has been good. He has done exactly what they needed to do. Has he been impressive? No. Has he been fine? Yes. Uh, Saints on the other side, it's just... I don't don't even know what to say about the Saints. It's just... They have a good passing attack. Chris Olave, very good. Michael Thomas has been... Obviously, it's not the Michael Thomas we remember from five years ago when he absolutely went off, or four years ago, I think. Uh, But he doesn't need to be that anymore because that's why Chris Olave is there. That passing attack is good. Uh, The run game is absolutely horrendous for the Saints right now, though. Uh, Jamal Williams hurt, banged up. I don't think he's playing this weekend. Uh, Kamara will be back after this game. Uh, rookie Keandre Miller is also still hurt, so I think that Tony Jones is uh, is the running back right now. Even though I think Taysom Hill will be uh, will end up being the leading rusher for them. Uh, this is a tough game. This is a tough game. I think when I look on paper, I like the Saints just a little better. I do still like the Saints defense. I think it will be tough for the Packers, depending on which weapons they have available. Uh, to move the ball on this Saints defense. Um, I think it'll be the best defense the Packers have played all year so far, given the Bears stink and the Falcons are. I like the Falcons defense, but it's again, it's not it's not great. Uh I'm uh I don't want to take the Saints, and I mean I'm not gonna take them as my money line dog, that's for damn sure, but no. No, I'm taking the Packers. I think the Packers are the better team, the better coach team. They're at home. Packers win this game. Uh, We shall keep moving. Uh, Next game up, we have the Falcons going to Detroit to play the Lions. Lions are minus three. Total set at 46 and a half. Uh, 
This is a game that the Lions should win, should win fairly easily. Uh, Let's see if it happens, though. Obviously, injuries to the Lions last week with David Montgomery. He won't be playing this weekend. And also uh, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, which is a big hole in their secondary now. Uh, Luckily for the Lions and that secondary, Desmond Ritter isn't a threat, uh, even though they have threats. Drake London, very good. Kyle Pitts, I mean, he had an incredible rookie season, and we've yet to see him do anything since. Uh, So I don't think the Lions secondary will be tested too, too much, but... I think Bijan will be getting the ball, will be getting more and more and more touches now. Uh, We see how dynamic he is with the ball. Uh, That overhead shot that they had of him, of his run against the Packers, where he juked out three guys with the camera angle from, I don't know if people have seen this, but the camera angle from above, where it was only focused on the ball and on Bijan, and just the jukes and the cuts, it's so damn impressive. Um... This will be, again, it's Lions. I think I said Lions minus three. Yeah, Lions minus three. I have no strong leans in this game. As for the total, uh, the Falcons just don't score a lot of points. Uh, The Lions can, but I think that A.J. Terrell will be on Amon Ross St. Brown. I'm not really worried about Josh Reynolds and Marvin Jones and... Is Khalif Raymond also there? He might be there. But other than Amon Ra, no one really scares me uh, on this uh, Lions defense. This could be a potential under game. I might take this for my under. uh, Wait and find out. Other than that, I mean, I'm just hoping Bijan goes off. Oh, Jameer Gibbs is getting his first start, I guess. Uh, they better just get him more involved. Get him more involved in the passing game. Get him more involved in the run game, too. Uh, am I still probably going to bet a Craig Reynolds anytime touchdown? Maybe. Um, yeah, I think that this, this... The Lions need to win this game. The Lions need to win this game. The Falcons can drop this one just because the NFC South is such a shit show regardless. Um... Yeah, I think the Lions win this game. I think this might go under. Uh, we'll keep we'll keep going. We'll, we'll move on. Uh, next game up, we have the Tennessee Titans on the road against the Cleveland Browns. Browns minus three and a half. Total set at thirty nine and a half. Um, Titans might be my money line dog. They'll definitely consider them as my dog, anyways. Uh, I just think flat out the Titans are the better team. I think they have the better, they're better coached. I think that, I mean, both defenses are very good. Uh, But I just think, I don't know, the Browns offense is not good. Deshaun Watson at, I mean, so far to start this year is one of the worst quarterbacks in football. Um, Yeah, and... That run game without Nick Chubb, uh, the Browns did bring in Kareem Hunt on a one-year, $4 million deal. So he is back with his former team, uh, basically like he never left. It's like he just was injured for the first two weeks, and now he's up and going. Uh, Kareem Hunt's definitely going to have some rust. I think they still said Jerome Ford is the number one back. Uh, Listen, I... The Titans are going to win this game. I I don't know what... I don't think the run game is going to be as good as 
with Nick Chubb. It's obviously not going to be because Nick Chubb is a superstar. I hope that he's able to come back healthy and play again. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think this Titans team is efficient on offense anyways. They have playmakers uh, when they need them, when they need to use them. And I just, I, I love this defense. I keep talking about this Titans defense and how good they are. I think the Titans are going to win this game. Uh, yeah, I just, I think the Browns are just kind of down and out of it. Uh, I saw some reports that the Predator, the nasty man, Deshaun Watson, has been blocking Browns media members on Twitter. Uh, it's kind of a bitch move, like, if we're being honest, like... Take the criticism that you definitely, definitely deserve, Deshaun. Uh, You don't deserve anyone to praise, especially when you get a fully guaranteed contract that's never happened in the history of the NFL, and this is how you play. You deserve every bit of criticism you get, and that's just football. We won't even talk about Watson the person, because we all know he is not a good person, and he deserves all the criticism for that. But just his play on the field... That man stinks right now. He is one of the highest paid QBs in football. And right now he's a bottom 10 quarterback in the league. Uh, Titans roll. Titans win this one. Uh, Going to be a tough, tough rest of the year for the Browns. Uh, next game up, Houston Texans on the road against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jags minus 8.5, total set at 44.5. Uh I forget what the stats are, but Trevor Lawrence, I think, is what? We're now in Trevor Lawrence's third third year. So he I think he's one in three against the Texans in his career. Obviously, that Urban Meyer year, just kind of throw that out the window. Uh that man is just awful. Talk about another bad person. I mean, not even. I mean, Urban Meyer sucks, but Deshaun Watson's just a truly bad person who, I mean, if you believe in heaven and hell, that man will be in hell. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, yeah, Lawrence isn't good against the Texans for his career anyways in his very short career. I think, obviously, they get back on track this week after a bad offensive performance against the uh, Chiefs with no touchdowns, going to the red zone three times, only kicking field goals. Uh I think the Jags are going to want to score a lot of points. I think with the injuries that this Texans secondary is piling up right now with Jalen Petrie still out, uh, Derek Stingley popped up on the injury report this week. Uh, So I think that that will be uh, somewhere where they can exploit with Calvin Ridley and Christian Kirk and Zay Jones. I mean, really all of the receivers can, are, all of the receivers are potential mismatches against this Texans secondary. Uh, and this Jags defense has been pretty formidable. I know I've had some questions about them to, to, at, at the start of the year anyways. Of, they have a lot, a lot of young players, and you hope that all of them get better, but it doesn't always happen. And so far, the Jags defenders, the young guys, have been playing up to their potential. Uh, Trayvon Walker has taken that step that the Jags need him. Him and Josh Allen are forming a really nice duo on edge. Uh, Tyson Campbell at corner has been nice. Devin Lloyd has been nice. Andre Sisco has been nice. Uh, it it's a pretty solid Jags defense. Am I ready to am I ready to call them a top ten unit? Absolutely not. But they're trending in the right direction, and that's what you need. Uh, 
The Texans, on the other hand, their offensive line is banged up. C.J. Stroud has looked good, has not thrown an interception yet in his NFL career. Does it happen this week? I don't know. I guess we'll find out. Uh, hopefully, Damian Pierce can get going. I need him to get going for fantasy purposes. And I just, I, he, he was a really fun player to watch, and I hope that he continues to be a good player uh, for this team and in this league. Uh, as for any betting lines, I'm... I'm not really confident with Jags minus eight and a half. Again, it's a completely different team and different coaching staff, but Lawrence not performing well against the Texans historically, not good. Uh, The total is fairly low, 44 and a half. I guess it's not that low, but either way, not really touching anything this game. The Jags are going to win, but I don't know. Maybe the Texans can do something. Maybe this is a game that the Jags are kind of overlooking. Uh, I guess we'll find out. Next game up, New England Patriots minus two and a half against the Jets. The Jets are at home. Lowest total of the season so far, 36 and a half. Uh, And for good reason. This is another one of those games that could end up being a rainy game. Uh, Zach Wilson obviously sucks at quarterback and cannot pass the ball to any of his receivers. So... I'm expecting a low score or a low yardage game for Garrett Wilson. I'm pretty sure that Gonzo will be shadowing him all week. Uh, only the only way that the Jets can potentially win this game if they flip the script on the Patriots and they control the clock, they win the turnover battle, uh, they win the time of possession battle. Uh, run the ball well with Brees Hall and Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook has not looked good to start the year. They need to get Brees Hall more carries, and I know that they're easing him back in, but he wants more carries. You saw how how dynamic he can be in week one. Uh, so that's how the Jets win this game. As for the Patriots, the Patriots are just the better team. They have the better offense. The I wouldn't see, I'd say the defenses are equivalent. Uh, I think that's fair to say. Uh, they have the better quarterback. Uh, I praised Mac Jones a lot. Uh in the last episode, calling him a good quarterback. And to, for me, that's a lot of praise for Patriots, uh, for the Patriots. And for Mac, calling him a good quarterback. He will be an NFL quarterback. He is an NFL quarterback. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a low-scoring game. 36.5, I mean, that's a really low score. Could I definitely see it happen? Sure. Could this be a 20-10 to 10 game? Absolutely. Uh, this is going to be a defensive battle with Bill Belichick and Robert Sala. Uh, we'll see. The Patriots are going to win this game. Uh, I think the Patriots have a chance to like really kick the shit out of the Jets too, if we're being honest. Uh, I think the Pats probably do cover. Am I going to pick them as my favorite? Probably not, but uh, but the Pats are going to win this one. Uh, moving on next game up we have the Denver Broncos on the road against the Miami Dolphins Miami Dolphins minus six and a half total set at 47 and a half Uh, there are people on Dolphins Twitter who are already calling this a trap game for us and I mean with how we've started the season I guess that's fair Um, I don't expect anything different to happen this Broncos defense that was a force last year has been 
not not scorched. They played fairly well against the Raiders week one. They gave up 35 points to the Commanders last week. Uh, and the way that the Dolphins are running the ball, the way that Tua is passing the ball to his weapons, uh, I don't expect anything different. I think that the Dolphins win this game. I think that they win this game easily. Uh, again, covering six and a half points is a decent ask. Uh, I feel like this game in Miami is going to be really hot. This is our first home game of the year, too. The crowd will be rocking. Uh, everyone will, will be rocking on the Dolphins. Uh, as for like injuries, uh, Jalen Waddle in the concussion protocol. I think he's trending towards playing and getting out of protocol. He needs to be practicing on Friday so tomorrow for that to happen, or I guess as people are listening to this today, because you all should be listening to these the day they come out. Uh, Jalen Phillips, I think Jalen Phillips will play this week. I think Teron Armstead could have played last week, but now I think he'll play this week. Uh, so it looks like the Dolphins are getting those guys back. Am I worried about Russell Wilson, Jerry Judy, and Cortland Sutton? Not really. Uh yeah, I think our defense rolls them. Uh, I think that the way for the Broncos to win this game is our offense would have to make some mistakes and the Broncos' run game would really, really have to get going with Javante Williams. I don't see it happening for them. Should be an easy Dolphins win. Easy Dolphins win, no doubt in my mind. Uh, let's just go with some predictions here. Tua is going to have... Three touchdowns, 285 yards, one pick. Uh, Mostert's going to have, let's say, 105 yards, one touchdown. So that's four touchdowns for Miami. I think we can do it. I think that the only... Oh, I I should bring up this. Because last week, the weather in Jacksonville was like 120 degrees Fahrenheit on the field. Miami should be having similar weather right now. It's going to be a very hot game. uh, And that's why we could have some sloppy football, just because it will be that hot. Obviously, Miami is more accustomed to it. So the Broncos will not be. Dolphins roll roll easily in this game. Moving on, uh, we have another potential rain game between the Colts visiting the Ravens. Ravens minus 7.5. Colts total set at 45 and a half. I tried looking up to see what Anthony Richardson's uh, injury, if he was practicing this week, if he's sitting out. I found nothing. Um, Good job, Colts beat writers, for being on top of it. Because I know that the Miami guys, every single day of practice, they they post an injury report of who's practicing, who's limited. Uh, Couldn't find one of those for the Colts. So I don't know if Anthony Richardson is playing. And even if Anthony Richardson is playing, it doesn't matter. This is a Colts team that has been, I won't even say fairly impressive, but they've exceeded my expectations of them to start the year. Yeah, did they... They lost to the Jags week one in a fairly close game. The Jags never really lost control. And then they beat the Texans soundly last week. Uh... But this feels like a game where this Ravens offense might start clicking on all cylinders against a little bit of a weaker defense. Obviously, the Ravens are still very banged up. Uh, We shall see, though. And again, a rain game means more chaos, more possibilities, more things can happen. But 
I don't think that the Ravens, and if you're a Ravens fan, that you should be worried about this game. Should you be overlooking the Colts? No. Uh, But I think that this will be a fairly easy Ravens win. Uh, As for the betting lines, staying away from this game. I don't like any of the big big odds this week, really. Um, Yeah, we shall keep moving. Uh, next game up, we're on to the 4 o'clock slate now. Carolina Panthers versus the Seattle Seahawks. Seahawks minus 6.5, total set at 41.5. Uh, Bryce Young looks like he won't be playing this week. He got hurt uh, during Monday Night Football, apparently. So that means Andy Dalton will be the starter for the Panthers. Andy Dalton throwing to Adam Thielen and... Some rookies and Hayden Hurst and Miles Sanders and the yeesh. Um, it will not be a pretty game. This should be another Seahawks easy win. Uh, Geno Smith throwing to DK and Lockett and JSN. Hopefully the run game gets a little, little better. This is a Panthers defense that still is fairly formidable. They're still pretty good. Um... But this is just a better Seahawks offense, I believe. I don't... The Seahawks should win this one, and they should win it, no doubt. But, I don't know. Having Andy Dalton come in, and maybe... Maybe Andy Dalton's just a little more calm than Bryce Young is, and he's able to make more throws, potentially. Do I really see it happening? No, but... uh these are the weird games, though. These are the games where it's like, oh, they don't have their first overall pick coming in, and it's Andy Dalton, who's well past his prime at this point. This is where teams falter. This is where teams mess up. Uh, will I be picking the Panthers to be my money line dog? Absolutely not. Do I somehow see somehow the Panthers can win this game? Um, again, not really, but could happen. Could happen. Again, any given Sunday for these teams... Uh, the Panthers just need to find something on offense. Some semblance of anything. They've just looked so bad and so stale. And I guess it partly it's just because of the weapons that they have. It's just has not been pretty for the Panthers. Uh, Seahawks should roll no problem. Uh, yeah, so Seahawks are going to win this game. Moving on, next game up. Uh, we have the Cowboys minus 13 against the Cardinals. Total set at 43 and a half. Uh, some bad breaking news that just happened. Uh, Cowboys star corner Trayvon Diggs is feared to have torn his ACL in practice today. That is a huge hit to this Cowboys defense that has been very, very, very good to start this year. Um, doesn't matter for this game. No, the Cowboys should win this game, no problem. The Cowboys will not be tested, really. I mean, they haven't been tested for the first three weeks of the season. This game isn't going to do it. The Cardinals, however, have been in every game that they've played in so far. That's why part of me is kind of like, do I bet Cardinals plus 13? I'm not going to, because I feel like this is the week that things are just going to come crashing down for them. Uh, Mark, Micah Parsons is going to be an absolute pest. Uh, Dak and CD will get their connection going. I think the run game with Pollard will get going too. 
Again, 13 points is ask, is a lot of points to cover in an NFL game. Uh, do I think there's a chance that the Cowboys pull their starters in like the late third quarter? I think that there is. Uh, I just, I, there's, there's not a world where the Cardinals win this game, unfortunately. This should be an easy Cowboys win. Uh, yeah, really nothing else to say. Sorry, I don't like the Cardinals very much. The, and the Cowboys are a top five team in the NFL right now, easily. Best defense in the NFL right now. Should be should be a very, very easy game for the Cowboys. Uh, moving on, we have another very, very big spread. Bears at the Chiefs. Chiefs minus 12.5, total set at 48.5. Uh, so I've been talking about this Chiefs defense a lot, how I think that, that they're, they're the better unit on the Chiefs this year. They're better than the offense. Uh, and I think all of that's true still. And I think that this Chiefs defense will be feasting on Justin Fields. I think Pat Mahomes in the offense will get clicking. They haven't looked great to start the year, but Travis Kelsey, another week healthier. Hopefully some of the weapons break out because, again, this is a very, very bad Bears defense, and the Chiefs should have no problem doing what they want on offense against them. Uh, Chiefs are going to win this one. Uh, minus 12.5, though. Again, a lot of points. A lot of points to cover a spread in an NFL game. The... Uh, and the Bears, obviously, this week had Justin Fields come out, and he was misquoted, obviously. But basically, the quote that he was blaming the coaching, um, it ended up being a lot of different things. And he put part of the blame on the coach, but he put most of the blame on him, on himself. But, of course, a lot of people in the media just run with, oh, Justin Fields blames the coaching. The media fucking sucks. Um, they should just do their jobs better, but they don't care enough. It is what it is. This is why I'm here. I'm providing the content from my clearly non-biased perspective. Um, yeah, I there's a lot of things wrong with the Bears right now. Justin Fields is a big part of the reason why the Bears' offense sucks. However, Luke Getze, offensive coordinator, offensive play caller, the play calling has also been awful. Uh, Fields said that the coaching has been in his ear too much, which basically means so the... All the QBs, they have the radios in their helmets so the so they can hear the play calls come in. But the coaches can talk to them up until, I think, 15 seconds left on the play call, clock. So I think the Bears are lining up, and then the OC or maybe Matt Eberflus is pointing out things on the defense, which is making Justin Fields overthink. Uh, and he's not trusting his gut. He's not kind of scrambling when he should be, not scrambling earlier when he needs to. Uh I think this will be a bounce-back game for Justin Fields. Do I think that the Chiefs are going to lose this game? Absolutely not. However, they did lose to the Colts last year. So crazier things can happen. Uh, I, for one, will be betting the over for rushing yards for Justin Fields. I'll probably also bet him anytime touchdown. Uh, things I have to remember because I also bet, uh, or I was supposed to bet Saquon two TDs last week and I fucking didn't, even though that was like my only bet I wanted to make. Ugh. Um, yeah, the bears are going to get killed. The bears. Yeah. I don't know what to expect. I think this is a very good chiefs defense. And even if 
the Bears were to start doing things like they did towards the end of the season where they're at least close in games, I don't think it's going to matter. Uh, Chiefs are going to roll. Chiefs are going to roll with ease. Uh, moving on to the Sunday night game now. Kind of a very smelly matchup. Uh, Steelers on the road in Las Vegas against the Raiders. Raiders minus 2.5. Total set at 42.5. Um... Listen, I'm not a big fan of the Raiders. I'm not a big fan of their defense. Uh, however, Kenny Pickett also sucks. Kenny Pickett is not a good quarterback. Matt Canada is also an awful offensive coordinator, and he doesn't help. I. It's hard for me to be like, oh, Kenny Pickett's awful, and he has been. He's not been impre- impressive since he took over the job from Mitch Trubisky last year, and I've seen nothing that really changes my opinion about him. Uh but I also think, like the Bears, most of the blame, or not most of the blame, but a lot of the blame falls on the offensive play caller, Matt Canada. Because the offense is just, it's been bad. It's been bad since Matt Canada has taken over the play calls. And I don't know why that hasn't been fixed or why uh, why it still looks like that. But things need to change. Um, it's going to come down to... If the Raiders' offense can move the ball more against this really good Steelers defense compared to if this shitty Steelers offense can move the ball against this shitty Raiders defense. Um, We still have some injuries for the Raiders. Uh, Devontae Adams is a little banged up still. I think he's trending to be playing, though. Jacoby Myers, I'm also not sure. I think that he is still questionable to play for the weekend. Uh, yeah, I am going to pick the Steelers to win this one, though. I've, I think I'm figuring out my picks. I think I'm figuring out my picks. Uh, I do like the Steelers to win this one, though. Uh, I just think that that defense has been so, so, so good to start the year. Uh, TJ Watt, Alex Highsmith, Larry Larry Ogunjobi, they're going to be menaces to that Raiders, uh, offensive line. Uh, I guess it's really just we will see if the Steelers can shut down Devontae Adams. Uh, Yeah, uh, should be an okay Sunday night football game. Not great. We will move on to the doubleheader on Monday again. Uh, Eagles minus five against the Buccaneers. Buccaneers are at home. Total set at 46.5. this is another game where I think it could be a trap game. Uh, obviously, the Buccaneers have been extremely hot to start this season. 2-0 so far. Eagles also 2-0. But haven't looked that great. Obviously, they looked really good against the Vikings last week. They were able to run the ball at will. Uh, I can tell you with 100% confirmation that DeAndre Swift will not have 175 yards rushing again. I think this Bucks defense has been good to start start stop or bleh, oh my god. Eagles defense no Buccaneer What about what was I saying? I don't know. Something about the run game. This Buccaneer oh, there we go. Buccaneers defense has been good to start the year. I think that uh they will focus on shutting down the run game. Cause if the Eagles can't get the run game going, uh the offense hasn't looked very good. 
I think that Brian Johnson is still trying to get get in his groove for play calling. Uh, needs to adjust on the fly a little bit better, and I think that just comes with more games and more reps for him on the play calling side. Uh, do I like Baker in an upset spot here? A little bit, a little bit. Uh, I think the Eagles should still win this game. I think it will be closer than people expect. Uh, especially with how banged up this Eagles secondary is right now. Baker has been passing the ball really well to uh, Mike Evans and Chris Godwin and rookie Trey Palmer. Uh, Should be a fun game. Should be a fun game. Uh, What was that total set at? That might be an over that I'm looking at, potentially. 46.5. Never mind. I don't really like that total anymore. Eagles should win, but I expect the Bucks to be in this game. Obviously, since I have been making the Baker uh, to Ryan Fitzpatrick comp, Ryan Fitzpatrick, the wheels fall off at some point. It's not always Ryan Fitzmagic. Uh, we sometimes get Ryan Fitz, uh, Fitztragic. This could be one of those weeks where this Eagles front seven just goes after them and things fall apart for the Bucks. I can talk myself in on either side. Um, yeah. I'm actually looking forward to that game. That, that, that should be a fun game. And to end it off, Monday night football, Rams going cross country to the Bengals. Bengals at home. Bengals minus three. Total set at 40, 44 and a half. Uh... Bengals need to figure their shit out. This, they need to figure their shit out badly and quickly. Because this is the Rams team at the start of the year where I bet the under for their season win totals. I think that they're definitely going to hit that now, unfortunately. Uh, And they've been good. They've been good to start the year. Their offense has been rolling. Matt Stafford has looked like uh, vintage Matt Stafford again, which I am happy to see. Uh... Puka Nakua, obviously the story for the Rams. Uh, the Rams will be able to move the ball. The Rams will be able to score their points. Uh, we just need the hope that Joe Burrow's calf strain isn't hindering this offense anymore. And I mean, even if he is a little hurt, I don't think that it should be this far of a drop-off for the Bengals' offense. The Bengals have had like one of the best offenses in football over the last two Two seasons? 2022, 2021. Yeah, two seasons. They've had one, yeah. Best offenses in football over the last two seasons. Uh, I think that they get back on track this week. Uh, I think this will be a fun game. I think this will be a higher scoring game. I am in on the Bengals, and yeah, uh, Bengals defense will show up. Uh, And again, this Rams, this very, very young Rams secondary. I think this is the game where Joe Burrow gets on track, finds that connection with Jamar Chase, because I know that they want to get him going again. And uh, the offense gets on track, but I'm expecting the Rams to still still score some points. This should be a fun one. Uh, oh, it's a Super Bowl rematch. I complete, completely forget about that. Super Bowl... I don't know what number it was, but Super Bowl 2021. 2021, 2020 suit. Oh my God. 2021, 2022 season Super Bowl rematch. Uh, Should be a fun one. Should be a fun one. Okay. We will move right along into my pick'em choices. Uh, 
Starting off with my favorite, I am going to go with the Dolphins minus six and a half. Uh, a lot of the other favorites are rather too big of spreads or don't really like the matchup that much for them. The Dolphins, I think, are the much, much better team than the Broncos. Uh, do I think it could be a little bit of a trap game? Sure. Uh, but I think that Miami is going to be able to move the ball at will first game at home. They're going to be want to want to be playing hard. I think the defense will be healthy. The defense looked awesome against the Patriots in their run game last week. Uh, yeah, I think the defense continues to play well. I think the offense continues to be one of the best units in the NFL. And I think that we win this game by more than a touchdown. No problem. Uh, Dolphins minus six and a half as my favorites. Uh, for my dog, I'm going to go with the Titans plus three and a half against the Browns. I honestly, I think that the Titans can win this game outright. I think giving the Browns uh, three and a half points is a little ridiculous. I think this game is closer to being Browns minus Browns minus one or something. Browns minus two, maybe. I think three and a half is way too much. Uh I definitely consider this being my money line dog, but I mean, if you're giving me that many points, I will take the points happily. Uh, yeah, I think the Titans win this game outright, but I will take them uh, with three and a half points uh, added also. Uh, my over, I'm taking the over in the Rams-Bengals game uh, over 44 and a half. I think the Rams will be able to score points. They have looked good on offense so far this year. And I think this is the game that the Bengals get back on track. I completely forgot to mention that the Bengals will be wearing their white-out uniforms, white helmet, white jerseys, white pants. Uh, They'll have their swag going. I think they'll get their swagger back on offense, too. Uh, I'm expecting a big game for Jamar Chase as well. Uh, Over 44.5 Rams-Bengals. For my under, I'm going under 46.5 Falcons-Lions. Uh... I think these are going to be two teams that are going to be running the ball a lot or trying to run the ball a lot anyways. Uh, I think, I mean, the Lions' whole offense right now is focused around Amon Ross St. Brown and him being their number one weapon. A.J. Terrell will be shadowing him all game. That'll be a very fun matchup. I think that slows the Lions' offense down a little bit. Uh, The Falcons' offense is just slow in pace in general. Uh... They love running the ball. They do not like passing the ball. Uh, I like both defenses. I think that should be a lower scoring game. So under 46 and a half for Falcons Lions. And to finish it off for my money line dog, I am going with the Pittsburgh Steelers on the road against the Vegas Raiders. Uh, I just think that the Steelers are just the better team. Uh, I think that that defense is very, very, very good. I think that they will be giving the Raiders fits all night. Uh, And I'm hoping that the Steelers offense can do something against this bad Raiders defense because it is just Max Crosby and Max Crosby by himself. Obviously, they got some younger guys, but Max Crosby is the only established star on that Raiders defense. Um, Yeah, Steelers, Moneyline Dog, uh, simple as that. So... Just to cap it all off again, my favorite, Dolphins minus 6.5, my dog, Titans plus 3.5, 
over 44 and a half in Rams Bengals under 46 and a half Falcons Lion and my money line dog for the week is the Pittsburgh Steelers uh okay that was a good episode good talk uh yeah and I guess we'll just leave it here uh for next week Chu has said that if the Patriots win on Sunday that he will be on the show uh, for next Wednesday to talk about them. And again, I have been praising the Patriots and I hope that he is listening to this because I will call him out next week if he if he says anything about me being low on the Patriots. I'm higher on the Patriots than most people. I think I'll just end on this kind of spiel here. Uh, a lot of people, uh, a lot of people, myself included, have been putting out power rankings and I have consistently seen the Patriots being ranked in like 20 or below. I think I saw them at like 26th on the NFL.com power rankings. That's absolutely absurd. I know that they're 0-2. They have been in both games against two of the best or two of the top five teams in the NFL, at least in my opinion right now. Uh, They've played well. They've played good. This is a good Patriots team. I have like, I think that they're better than the Steelers. I would have them... I would pick them against the Lions. I would pick them against the Browns. I would pick them against the Jets, obviously, for this week. I don't know. It's just the Patriots are getting doubted way too much right now, and I think that there will be some value, especially for betting lines anyways, to look out for. Uh, I can't believe I'm praising the Patriots this much, but this is why, yeah, I am unbiased. I try to not have bias when I talk about these things. Do I hate the Patriots with every ounce of my body of course I do do I still think that they are a good football team of course uh yeah I guess yeah we will leave it there uh if you have liked this please like share retweet subscribe all that fun stuff and until next time peace